So, uh, PJ, we were just now talking a little bit around entitlement and, and how that bugs you. So I thought let's just put on a record button because I think a lot of people we know are... Um, I, I shouldn't say that we're fucking struggling with uh -huh. the fact that people are, think or feel they're entitled to something. But I really would like to hear your perspectives. So I've got a few clients at the moment that they're not talking about the whole culture of entitlement, but like scenes of it where particularly, I think it's become more, perhaps more obvious or, you know, mm -hmm. uh, since COVID, but, you know, before people are like, well, I don't have to work. I can work from home. I can, you know, I can run my own diary. I can do what I like when I like. Right. And now they're saying, okay, now we're kind of, we're not necessarily back to work as was, but we're, we're moving forwards and we're finding a different way to work in that different way to work. Um, the business has requirements. It needs you to do certain things, right? And even if you think of, say, um, Adair's old model, like team task individual, right? You know, the, the task or the business has needs. We know you as individuals do, but, but so does the team, right? And the business needs you to do certain things. When the business asks you to do things, what a few people have been saying is, it's kind of like staff don't want to do it. It's like the arm folding thing of, I don't have to, I'm clocking off it this time, I'm doing that. You know, it doesn't suit me because I, you know, I bought a dog in, I bought a puppy in, um, you know, uh, COVID, and therefore it doesn't suit me to come to work because I'm, mm -hmm. you know, walking the dog. Now, some people say creativity or productivity has gone up working from home. There's plenty, which is unpopular, saying it isn't. And I think this entitlement bit could, you know, in a period of time cause us, you know, cause us issues. I don't want you to think, but it's beginning to, first of all, it's beginning to bite with me. Mm -hmm. And I don't employ people, so I don't know what you think, but, you know, people are getting well, pissed off. I, I, think, I, I think people, look, the, the, what's changing is a few things. A few things that we're changing is one, um, the current, the people who are uh, being the next age leaders, uh, we are old buggers. Uh, let, let's just get it clear. We are guys who always went to work, worked 200 hours a week uh, just to get the job done if we were told to do it and we did it. Well, that whole cycle is gone. Uh, so we have the Gen Z and uh, the, the recent generations who are saying, no, I want to live my best life. And that work is covering, the work is there to make sure that I can do that. But we don't want to do anything extra, except if there's something behind it. Uh, we're entitled to get a promotion. We're entitled to get X, Y, Z. We were more like, if you work hard, we will get noticed. And hopefully we get a, a, a better job. Well, that, that, that perception has changed. Second thing, COVID. We are used to working from home. Do I agree with you from respect that in a lot of cases, people are not more productive? Sure, I'm 100% sure. Because working from home requires you to have a certain kind of structure. And not everyone has that. I work as a program director on major programs and there's a project manager below me who's struggling uh, managing his project. Then they come to me with a massive Excel with all colors in there and timelines. And then I ask them, but aren't you using a project management tool where you just key in a few key items and then track them? Oh, do we? So those people are, they get a task, they go for it, they make a beautiful plan in Excel, which is not replicatable. They don't think about the future. What happens is they get cluttered in doing stupid stuff. Are we entitled to work from home? Yeah, we are entitled to work from home. Are we entitled to work from the office? Yes, we are entitled to work from the office. Do we take entitlements or do we, um, let's say, do we um, get those entitlements because we can handle those entitlements? 
I think there's maybe the, the difference in, in, in how, how we should look at the entitlements. So do you take them? Or do you right. assume them? Or are you really entitled to having those entitlements because you're structured enough? I think you know that. I think there's a you know within I said you know, like entitlement. I know there's lots of different areas. Like there's entitled to you know I've been with the business eighteen months. I'm entitled to a pay rise. I'm entitled to a um, you know I'm entitled to a new role. Whatever. Okay, maybe you are. Maybe you aren't. Maybe you've delivered it. Maybe you haven't delivered it. But that that's maybe sort of slightly separate. But this you know I, mean, I do believe in choice, right? But with choice comes responsibility. So I have no issue with people choosing when they want to work. But I do think when the business needs you, you know, we need to come together for something, right? You know, before we just go to work four or five days a week, I don't know, and now, and now we don't. But if we need to, I, I don't, I, I think it's, I think it's difficult when the business wants to come together and other people saying, actually, I don't really fancy doing that. You know, I'm entitled to stay at home or I'm entitled to, because if it, you know, the business has needs too. And if the business needs aren't met, you know, God forbid, they won't be a business. Or if the business, you know, if the needs aren't met and it's not productive, how is it going to fund your pay rise? Exactly. And there was a, a guy the other day I was talking to, and, and, and by the way, the, the bit about I've got a puppy in COVID so I can't come to work is true. Um, and here's another one is um, a, a number of people from this business said, now we're working from home, I don't get free tea and coffee at the office, so are you going to send me a tea and coffee package? <laughs> and the guy I was talking to, it's said, just beggars belief. With all the benefits now of like you know not traveling extra time not spending money on travel it's that yeah. i just i it's, you know, we, we did the right thing with laptops and all that stuff it's a tea and coffee i can't believe you've asked me that and it's yeah. and but it's got him in here i mean he's only got 100 110 people as in it's so he's still small enough to know yeah you know the, yeah. the majority of people yeah. i mean and it hurt him yeah no i can imagine i can imagine. but that, that there, there comes again towards guidelines Build the right guidelines for your organization, and uh, of course, give people the flexibility. But okay, also so be, can I ask a question be, on guidelines? Yeah. Can I, so it's great. If you, if you, you know, when you, when you, it, two and a half years ago, we were in the office, and there were let's call them guidelines. It doesn't matter, right? Principles, guidelines. We were in business, and then suddenly we hit this COVID thing and just go home. <laughs> and many businesses didn't put in guidelines we we just kind of went sure. for it right we, sure. we had to we were forced to we just went mm -hmm. for it and we made things up as we went along mm -hmm. and now we've assumed some of those guidelines some we would like some we, we don't like some we, I don't, we've assumed them. but because we've been doing it for a while those assumed guidelines are like well this is the way i work mm -hmm. now so how does business say okay we sent you home with some assumptions now we kind of want to make some changes or we, we'd like to see you more often in your view, how can businesses challenge those assumptions or entitlement assumptions? I think you need to turn it around because we don't have to challenge entitlements or assumptions. We need to have a strategy and a vision within the organization where we want to be. We need to tell the people how we want to operate as an organization. And that means we have to take a risk that people will go mm -hmm. away. We need to build an organization with people who believe in how we want to operate in, to believe in our strategy our vision our purpose and how we as people amongst each others um, approach each other work with each other communicate with each other and care about each other if you create that 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 the whole spirit around your organization right. then the question is for me uh this is a simple choice do i fit within this or not i have a choice i have a choice of uh doing it and being aggravated, doing it and loving it, 
or just leaving and going somewhere where I feel appreciated. Again, the whole vibe we have around, we need to have a purposeful organization and our people, we have to do everything for our people. I believe that. You have to do that. But although it starts with people and their, and their effectiveness and the willingness to do it, it also starts with company objectives because the company doesn't exist, you don't exist. You don't have a job, you get fired, you, 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 you can't go for dinner anymore. Or like me, I have a daily lunch outside. I live in Spain, so I can do that. It's normal. But all those things go away. I'm self-employed. So if I decide not to pick up a project because I don't like the client, or I think this is a lost cause, or I cannot help them, I will tell them, guys, okay, I've done this for you, but I don't feel comfortable going to the next step. And these are the reasons. I suggest you talk to PJ. I'm gonna give you the project. If you are a better person than me to do the project. But I have a choice, it's the power of choice. So going on that, we need to take care of our people, yeah. We need to take care of our people, but we need to take care of the people who are willing and believing in the in the purpose and meaning of our organization and are believing that we are going in the right direction. And if that means that we require certain functions to be in the office, think about a customer service team, we need them in the office, but nowadays with technology, it's not important anymore. But for instance, let's say customer service, we want them in the office. And that's the rule we set up because we want to create a team, we do that. If we have teams which are dysfunctioning and all working remote, for me, that's a reason to get them into the office. Because if you're dysfunctioning and you cannot work together from a distance, then yeah. or we solve it on, in the office and then give you the freedom back, or cool. you leave. But it's a choice. Yeah, I really like your point just now you made about, you know, lead, I can't remember exactly, but leaders or companies taking a risk but in service of the purpose, in serving of, you know, in service of the mission and vision and so on, but taking a risk saying, we want you back in the office, we want to, we want to develop a higher functioning team, or we, you know, we want you together. Mm -hmm. um, we were together before, we want you together now, you know, whatever that be, we want you in the office, we want you being more productive, we want you to be together. Um, and actually, and if you don't like that, I mean, let's give it a go for three months, but if you don't like it, we accept it and you may very well leave. But in, it's, it's not because I'm doing it for the sake of it, it's in service of this higher, Purpose. exactly and we had one before and i don't know if it's true but there is there is a an email or a, a like a social media thing going around it may or may not be true um elon musk is supposed to have sent a tweet saying you know everybody back in the office i, I don't you know 40 hours a week but in service of you know, we we are yeah. making the best products in the world i'm trying to change the way you know uh you know yeah. people drive cars or whatever it is or use electricity or you yeah. you know you use power i forget yeah. the, you know, the other term but in service of that we have got to be together and as managers, we have to be seen by people. I want you seen okay. on the front line. I want you, um, and therefore you're going to be in the office. And if you don't like it, you know, okay. resign. And it's pretty straightforward. Yeah. Have you seen that? Do you agree with it? Disagree with it? I I do agree with it. I do agree with it. I think that not many companies do that. I've seen two clients of mine actually doing that because uh, they were also struggling, and it was getting a bit of a revolution. Right. We people are the power of the organization and uh, yeah you are powering the organization you're not at power of the organization so um you have to make a choice and uh, the, the challenge always is you always have uh, there's always a little bit of a poison for the organization i said not poison for the leadership eh? 
because if people are not happy with the fact that they can't work from home, they start talking mm -hmm. to each other, that poison starts infecting other people. It's a bit like COVID. Uh, you cough to the left and uh, people believe it and, 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 and they go off. I'm just joking around. Let's, let's keep it a bit light. But effectively, um, if you work for a company, I now work for uh, three corporate organizations. Uh, this year's a crazy year. I'm getting back into corporate organizations. Um, I'm helping them out. And I'm seeing that um, they, ha they are struggling with getting back to normal. But before yeah. the normal, they were not even normal. So how do you get through that whole cycle? How do you help them? It's not going cutting corners and getting stuff done. It's really listening to the people what's happening, but also explaining back that this is what we need as organizations. This is where we are going. Fine, you want to work from home. Um, I'm going to struggle with that because we have the team is not functioning as a one. So help me out next three months and yeah. start of all to in the next three months, create that team that we know each other again, that we know the values and we don't have to be in the office every day, but let's just take one or two days or let's make sure that we have every day a stand up of 15 minutes in the morning, 15 minutes in the evening uh, and the evenings more. Let's go enjoy the evening. But in the morning is really what are we going to do and get done? Let's get that structure in. And if we are happy with that, we continue. If we're not happy with that and it doesn't work, we have to go to the next step. And that's going back into the office. But if you don't like it, just right. let me know. Maybe I can help you find a better job within the company, which you will enjoy more. Because if you're good, we don't want to lose you. But if not, you're free to go. There's jobs enough. Just tell us in advance because it's hard for us to find new qualified people. And we will help you. So we turn it a bit around in, in one of my change programs saying, okay, we're going to help them, but this is what needs, needs, to ha needs to happen because we don't have any control. Every time we have a stand-up, people go, yeah, I'm still working on the same issue. Okay, did you ask for help? Who's that, helped me on this? And, that, that's and, well, because in problem solving, that's one I, um, and I just moved off a little bit from the time, but on that problem solving, I get that quite a lot at the moment is, um, from customers saying we don't seem to solve problems you know like we could or should or expect to yeah. and part of that is this when you suddenly look at it you can have you know a dozen people working uh, independently or remotely on the same problem or similar problem yeah. but they're doing it remotely rather than two or three getting together or all 12 getting together so right come on then we're working on the same yeah. what do you think how could we yeah. you know nice and quick yeah. with energy and, and tap into that collective brilliance if you like or collaborative intelligence yeah. whatever yeah. the buzzword is yeah. And we solve that together for all our benefits, yeah. and then we can disseminate that across the business and we're all successful. And if you go back to that bit just now, we're just making a team task individual to, to steal someone's model. I think in sort of in COVID, I think businesses did pay attention to the business bit and the yeah. individual bit, and the individual bit may then have developed this thing of entitlement, individualism. Yeah. No problem yeah. getting in. And then the, the team needs, as in team, mm -hmm. like, uh, you know, working together, problem solving together. Mm -hmm. so, and so I think yeah. we've neglected. Well, I think we've neglected that. Yeah, not, sure. not 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 sure. by sort of sure. choice. Yeah. And yeah. now I think we've got to just pay attention to yeah. that's the third element that we need to look at. Oh, maybe we have to think about this one. Uh, um, as maybe an, an, a, a thing uh, to to think about moving forward. Now, as teammates during the COVID crisis, our job was to keep our people satisfied and get this job done. But keep our people satisfied. So we went into the caring mode, right? Not into the leading mode. Mm. 
So how do we move from caring to leading again? Because that's what I see a lot of leaders do in my programs. They're caring uh, and they're facilitating and caring. But be advised, look, here's this, this and that and private situations. So it's good that you know that. Uh? I wouldn't want as program manager, I don't give a damn. It just needs to be done. But it's yeah. good that they care about that. But then I ask them, okay, but how, do you, how are you going to lead them to actually get this done? Because I understand private situations. Yeah. I've got a son in at home who has a holiday from the 23rd of June till the 23rd of September. Three months he's at home. That's not a bad thing, but I need to manage that. I need to lead him to do something useful with this time. So I can have a bullshit chat with you about these topics. That was a joke. <laughs> <laughs> but effectively, it's, it's, it's about how do we move from caring to leading? Yeah. And if you start leading, what guidelines are we going to put in place for people to be successful in their job and i think uh, and those result into entitlements so that bit you said about kane i think it's very very interesting so i'm i'm, I'm thinking and um, yeah. i had a conversation the other day with somebody that was fascinating and because they said not actually not too similar not too dissimilar we you know we we've looked after people for a couple of years but he said you know what They've got, I, know, I can't remember, a couple hundred people, but he said, we're not having a lot of fun anymore. And I said, well, what do you mean by not having any fun? He said, we've stopped challenging people. We, and, and his words, not mine. He said, we've got this kind of culture of artificial harmony. And I know, you know, that, it, you know that's not new words, but it was interesting for him to say it and really mean it. He says, we're not challenging people anymore. He said, we're, we're nice. To, and he used the word sickly sweet. We're nice. We're kind of sickly sweet. We don't. We don't really yeah. challenge. We, we've lost that kind of edge. We've lost the energy. And you could feel the angst in, in kind of his conversation. And I want some of that back. He said, because uh, to your point about caring and leading, we need to challenge. Actually, people like it. They miss it. But we've stopped sure. it. And maybe sure. challenge is the part of the leading bit, I don't know, and caring. But there's yeah. something that the balance has changed. Yeah. Not because, it, because I reckon we've, we lose about, we've lost about 3 million a year mm -hmm. through just waste. You know, just yeah. said, you know, just it, it's yeah. not just about numbers, yeah. but we just waste money on things. And the problem solving was one of the things you were mentioning earlier that he sure. he did. So I think it's real. I think you can put a number on it. Yeah. But moreover, I don't think it's healthy to to be. You know, th th there's that 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 care challenge yeah. or care yeah. leadership balance. Sure. And I think we've got it wrong. What well, I think a number of businesses need to. You know, Look, there, there, there are many there are many who are doing it right but again um uh, maybe it's just a brainstorm what we're having yeah. um caring was really a key thing during COVID. look at all the articles you could see it with companies like salesforce and i saw them with google uh but i also saw at ibm they all were putting statements out uh, uh think about the big five they were really in 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 in, in busy with um the uh the, the the people equity of the organization and and that was really important and still important uh, we should not forget that our people are the ones who carry the organization and put bring the organization forward the thing is that we still need to lead an organization. We still need to grow the organization. And it's not growing the organization because we want to have four or five or 10% growth. Yeah. So some uh, shareholders can put it in their pockets. If we don't have that four or 5% growth, no one will invest in us. We drop in the amount and no one will buy our stuff anymore. And we die as an organization. So we have to do that. So the balance between, I think before the COVID crisis, 
in the in the five years before, we went from managing teams to leading yeah. teams, and we were really busy with how do we lead them. Uh, how do we get them to own stuff? How do we create, create those tribes? There was something I really was promoting. Build your tribe. Uh? Build your tribe of people, people who trust, who, are with, uh, who have the same vision and the same, or not the same vision, who can contribute to creating the best possible vision. It's not the same vision. Uh? Contribute to creating the best possible vision, vision challenging, etc. We were really underway. There was a lot of vibe going on. Then COVID came, we were around care. Yeah? All around care. Now, COVID is not gone. Uh, I think we have a monkey illness in Belgium popping up somewhere. Uh, these kind of situations are gonna be gonna, gonna get even worse. Uh, so we're gonna get more of more uh, of these cycles, but we are handling it much differently based on our experience. When do we get to the point, and uh, not when do we, most companies are already on the point, okay, we need to start leaning again because our targets are being put down again. The, we can travel again, the airports are open, uh, we can hug again, kiss again, dance again, uh, on festivals, everything is possible. Uh, and that's the caring part. Huh? Let's care about each other. Let's start dancing again, but let's start dancing as organizations. Let's start dancing to get that high note of the DJ, everyone hands up in the air and go for it. But everybody owns their space. Yeah. Go to a festival. Every single point person there is there to make that festival extraordinary. If you look at your company, yeah, and this may be the question you could ask to your clients, but this is a question I'm going to ask my clients, uh, is do you feel that everyone in your organization is ready to dance and rock the festival or rock your targets? I think that's a key question. And let's then talk about entitlements. I like that. I got. I love that bit. But, uh, <laughs> I love that. The just you talking. I was just thinking about if you can, if you can um, create that dance, whatever that is. Right, that's a great analogy. If you can create that, mm -hmm. I'm just wondering how that can help future-proof to some degree the impending recession, which is likely. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and you know, some businesses are getting squeezed with supply chains and costs and so on. And you True. know, over here we're talking about this, you know, potential recession. And I, I think if the you know, if the recession hits on the back the backdrop of entitlement, mm -hmm. people you know, businesses could be in trouble. Yeah. But if it if it lands on the back of the dance, to your point, you know, it'll be a challenge, but people will be better able, and I think exactly. heads up, be better exactly. energized to want yeah. to do something about it. So I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Last year, I talked to James in one of my podcasts. Um, he has a tech company and he didn't lose anyone within his organization during all of COVID. And even after COVID, people stayed. They stayed because they were dancing. They believed in the organization. It was a fun place to work for. It was complicated. They were open. They, they also told them, guys, we are in trouble. These are the actions we are taking. If you have advice, you can jump in. Uh, but we need you to do your job and everyone trusted and they went onwards but they were dancing through that that COVID crisis if you get your organization to dance in the same direction had uh, to get that hi-hat and to get that uh, flang or whatever uh, for the guys who don't know I also DJed in the past so if I'm too technical uh, ask me later but um, uh, if you want to get to the point that you're on stage and you want you see that rock star and you want to have that rock star result with your company even when you're in a downfall within your company, there are rock star moments. 
there are rockstar moments when you save that 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 massive client that you give them the trust that they will stay the, the other rockstar moment that you still are able to release a better version of your product although three months late it's a rockstar moment and if everybody wants to work towards that rockstar moment uh, I think we're going to make courses something around rockstar moments. A new idea. Yeah, just, as, <laughs> as you're talking, I'm just thinking, I can actually see a kind of a, a workshop around this, you know, the theme. And, exactly. And you know what? It won't be for everybody, and yeah. that won't matter. Exactly. That's a great idea. Do it. Go and do it. Exactly. But that's the thing. If you can get people motivated towards the same goal and the same mission vision, um, those entitlements will grow in that process. If people believe in it, they will own it. And if they own it... You're, you don't have to have that many rules. If they don't own it, that's the moment that you have to step in. You have to start leading your organization. Some people need leadership. Some people need management. And there's a few. Let's say everybody says we want to have our freedom. But just a few really can take that. Without guidelines, without focus, without a, without a, a clear line on where we are going, a clear path of what we are testing and learning, yeah, because that's also a big mistake I think organizations make. We are going there. Yeah. What I always say to my team, look, our intention is to go there. They gave us a target of X percent retention. Uh, and that time was a, a customer, in a customer experience. So that's where we are going. And they asked me how. No, you're going to tell me how. So how can you improve what, you're, what we are doing based on these analysis? And you're going to tell me how. And then we have a body here of money. And then we're going to decide together where we're going to spend it. And there were a lot of, and that way of people, because I did that, I was not the only owner of that target. We were dancing together towards that target, but we also understood in our vote. But if, uh, PJ, if you come up with an idea and I come up with an idea and your has more value, guys, we need to make a choice. Do we spend it with PJ or do you like me better? No, it's not about liking. Yeah, it's yeah. about how can we as team dance toward that rock, rock that goal. And then entitlements is not an issue. Getting back to where we started, uh, because I think we need to finish that topic uh, because we're dropping off in, in all directions, <laughs> <laughs> which is normal with me. Uh, apologize for that. But getting back to entitlements, um, do I agree with you? There was an initial question that people feel entitled, but not always are entitled. Yeah, I agree with you. Is there a way forward? Yes, but there's not a single way forward. It really depends on the leadership, the team, the organization, the strategy, the vision, and where they want to be. And without that, that, that purpose and meaning and vision forward, there's no point talking about you're not allowed to work from home. It's pointless. You have to have a goal. You have to have a mission. Because why should I work from the office if you're telling me I only have to answer calls? I can do that from home too. Yeah, yeah, no, true. While I'm rocking my baby or walking my dog yeah. or like me having one uh, my daily stand-up calls on the beach. I do that. If you look at my LinkedIn profile, you will see that somewhere. Um, but it's not about that. It's about where do you want to get to? And if we all are aligned in getting there, then figuring out how will we do that together? And then it doesn't matter if you work from home or whatever. Whatever that job requires, if that requires to be in the office, people will come to the office. It's not even an, an ask. Guys, we need to do that. Okay, let's get in office Monday. Let's get together. We need to fix this problem. I like that. I think, I think just get is a good reminder to elevate people's thinking and behaviors behind that purpose and then allowing or, or enabling them to make the better decisions 
So actually, rather than saying how, rather than almost worrying about entitlement, let, let's let's focus on what mattered before and will matter in the future, and then and then we'll kind of figure it all out. But I'm taking away from this, actually, that really that that not that fine point you said about care and challenge or care and leadership. I think there's something in that. I'm taking yeah. that away. Yeah, yeah. Well, Thanks, Raheem. No worries. Always, uh, always happy to help. But also key learning for me, yeah, because I like these kind of conversations. Yeah? You cannot evolve if you don't have people like you in a call. Uh, so these are also key learnings. And uh, let's, let's, let's find some time to share this also online, because I think other people will benefit from this. So thank you, yeah, good stuff. PJ. Good Pleasure. stuff. You rock. <laughs> you rock. <laughs>